0: Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Kid Stories Podcast. I'm Phil Bechtel. Before we get started today, I want to give a shout-out to Isaac and Amelia. Isaac is a writer, and he wrote an awesome story about a ninja and a dragon. I enjoyed it so much that I posted it to the website, and I encourage you to go to kidstoriespodcast.com and check it out. Thanks for listening, Isaac and Amelia. In today's episode, we join the kids from the Academy as they explore their new surroundings after going through the magic mirror and continue searching for the two lost sisters. Today's episode is called The Southern Swamp's Rescue Part 4, Kempar Castle. Once again, the kids find themselves in a musty old room that seems to have been abandoned for a very long time. The magic mirror they just came through seems like a regular mirror now. All the kids have tried putting their hand through, just in case, but of course, they just ended up looking silly, smashing their hand into a mirror. Calvin was holding Chewy's leash pretty tight, so he didn't get away again. Just to set some ground rules, guys, no one wanders off on their own. If you want to check out a room or a hallway or a closed door, just let everyone know and we'll check it out together. Don't split the party. Got it? said Mia. Got it, said everyone else. Look here, said Juniper, pointing at the ground near an open doorway. This place is so dusty we won't have much trouble finding the girls. Juniper was pointing to a set of footprints leading out of the room. All right, guys, let's go together. Slow and quiet, said Mia. The group crept slowly down a stone hallway with Juniper at the lead. The tracks the girls left were pretty obvious and led to a room not far down the hall. Juniper cautiously crept around the doorway and peeked inside. This room had tables covered in papers and maps, and the walls were covered in hanging maps as well. There was a large open window on the far side of the room. Hello, said Juniper. We're here to rescue you. Is anyone hiding in here? Juniper heard a stretching sound and the words, Don't move. She turned her head slowly and noticed a girl with a bow and arrow pointed directly at her. Juniper was surprised since she thought she just looked over by that bookcase and didn't see anything. Hey, lower the bow. We're the good guys. We're here to help you, said Juniper. How do I know that? asked Lucy. She had been through a lot recently. Getting lost, escaping from a tree beast, going through a magic mirror, ending up in a strange place, and trying to keep her sister safe. She wasn't taking any chances. I'm from the academy. Well, we're from the academy. The rest of us are in the hallway. You know that school west of the Green Forest? We were out looking for you and your sister, and we ended up going through the mirror too, said Juniper. Lucy lowered her bow and said, I'm Lucy. That's Holly. She gestured to a chair on the floor that Holly was hiding behind, pointing another bow at Juniper. Come on in, guys, it's them, said Junie to the kids in the hall. And they all came in to finally meet the girls they had been tracking. You have a dog, said Lucy, and she knelt down to pet Chewy. Holly rushed over, too, and the sisters gave Chewy head scratches and belly rubs, and Chewy was enjoying it so much he was just laying on his back with his tongue hanging out of his mouth. Yeah, he's pretty cool when he's not jumping through magic mirrors said Mia. Hey, how come you guys didn't just kill that tree beast with your bows? Aren't you green forest kids supposed to be crack shots with bows? How do you know about the tree beast? Asked Holly. We tracked you here, said Mallory. We saw the tracks and the route you took and the hidden cave and everything. Oh, yeah. Well, we didn't have the bows. We just got them here in that other room where the mirror was, said Holly. "'Well, after you went through the magic mirror, why didn't you come back through it?' asked Mia. "'We wanted to make sure we waited out the tree beast,' said Lucy. "'The last thing we wanted to do was go back through the mirror into the mouth of one of those creatures. "'But if you guys made it through the cave, I guess the beast is gone and we can go back.' "'We can't,' said Mia. "'The mirror's broken, or drained of magic, I guess.' "'Either way, there's no going back through it.' Lucy and Holly were stunned. They were speechless. They had found the bows and arrows and had been planning on returning through the mirror shortly. But now they were stuck here in this strange foreign land with only some other kids and a super cute puppy to help get them back. "'Do you guys know where we are?' asked Mia, breaking the silence." Mia thought that maybe they'd been snooping around for a bit and had learned something about their whereabouts. She was right. Lucy and Holly were pretty bright kids, and they had been looking through these maps and papers to try and figure out where they were exactly. "'We're in a place called Kempar Castle, I think. We think. We're beyond the southern swamps,' said Lucy. "'No, that can't be right,' said Mallory. The other day I heard Professor Pilson say that no one has ever been down south of the swamps, like, ever. Come here, said Holly. We'll show you. Holly and Lucy led the group over to a table in front of a large window. On the table were a series of maps and charts and diagrams. Lucy pointed to a map. You see this mountain here with three peaks, and then if you go up more, there's the swamps and the northlands, And look, that's probably the green forest there. But that's just on the map, noted Mia. How do you know where we are right now? Because look, said Holly, and she pointed out the window. Right in full view of this large open window was the three-peaked mountain from the map. It was drawn exactly the same, where the two peaks on the right were sort of tilted to one side. The group examined the map some more with Lucy even pointing out where the hidden cave was marked up in the Northlands. But how did they get up through the southern swamps to deliver that other mirror, wondered Calvin out loud. The important thing is, how are we going to find our way through the southern swamps to get home, said Mallory. By staying quiet and staying together, said Mia. But first we need to rest and prepare. Lucy and Holly, you two need to get some rest. Lay down here in this room while the rest of us plot our way through the southern swamps using this map. Once you're awake and rested, we'll look around a bit and see if there's anything useful we can use to take with us. Here are the rules. I'm in charge. Stay close. Stay quiet. Never split the party. Got it? Lucy and Holly nodded in agreement, eager to finally be able to get some rest. They curled up under a table with Chewy and went right to sleep. Chewy was also pretty happy to have somebody to cuddle with. In the meantime, the rest of the kids quietly went about trying to gather information from this room. They got what maps they thought would be helpful. They found some more arrows for the sisters. After a few hours, Holly and Lucy woke up. And after finding some weapons and rope and stuff, the group made their way out of the castle. Once they were outside, they turned and realized just how massive Kempar Castle really was. There were towers at every corner. It raised up higher than any building they had ever seen before. Everyone was wondering what could have happened to such an incredible place that would have led it to become completely empty. There wasn't time to solve that mystery, though. The kids knew they needed to be focused and smart if they wanted to get out of this mess. Mia had planned the path they would take. There was a road leading away from the castle, but they knew they should stay off the roads, so they didn't draw attention from anyone. They quickly ran across a large open field and into a forest near the castle. We're going through the forest this way until we reach the base of that mountain, Mia whispered. Remember, stay together, stay low, and quiet. Everyone nodded and followed Mia further into the woods. These woods were strange. The trees had black trunks, just like the dark forest. Some of the leaves were black, too, and some were dark red. The forest was eerily quiet. There were large puddles of muck they kept having to creep around. Every once in a while, an icy cold wind would blow through the trees and give everyone a chill. After walking for an hour or so, Mia noticed a large wooden wall in the distance ahead of them. It looked like the wall curved around on the edges and probably there was a camp inside. We need to find a way to get around that camp, whispered Mia. We're going around the long way, and we need to be fast so we don't lose time. From behind the kids, there was a low growl, and an angry voice said, You're going nowhere! All the kids snapped their heads around and saw a terrible sight. A huge bear with a wizard cloak and a staff was standing right behind them. He had a nasty look in his eyes. He was right behind them and they didn't even see him or hear him. Who knows how long he was following them. Holly and Lucy were holding their bows at the ready. And before anyone else could even make a move, they unleashed two arrows and each one stuck in the bear wizard's shoulders. He dropped his staff and yelled in pain and frustration. No one wasted any time in running away. Over here! Mia yelled, trying to keep the group on course. The last thing they needed was to be lost here in such a dangerous area. Unfortunately, the path they needed to take to run away from this wizard bear creature would lead them right near this fenced-in camp and of course there were probably more baddies in there that had heard this beast's growl and would be popping out in no time. The kids ran as fast as they could. They were desperate to get to safety or to hopefully just outrun these creatures. As they were dodging trees and leaping over puddles of unknown muck, they came across the side of the camp. At first, there was no way for the kids to know how big this camp really was, but running by... Mallory saw a large gate swing open, and so many more bear wizards rushed out. So many more. The entire group was terrified running from just one of them, and now there were probably 50 or more in pursuit. Mallory knew there was no way to defeat them all. Her and her friends would either escape, or be captured, or worse, In a couple seconds, all the kids had glanced over and seen the huge group of wizard bears rush out of their camp and give chase. Mallory began trying to blast them with her magic, but she was running and couldn't aim very well. And the ones that she did hit got knocked down and seemed to get right back up again. It was the same case with the sisters and their magic. It was difficult to hit enemies when they were all running away at full speed. Mia realized the situation was hopeless if they stood to fight. She pointed to a cave up ahead and yelled, There! The cave! We'll try and lose them in there! Holly and Lucy were nearly out of arrows. The girl's magic was getting low. Everyone was very winded. They reached the mouth of the cave and turned to glimpse the bears again. They weren't super close. The kids were faster than the bears. Still, they weren't slowing down, and they would reach them any minute. Lucy and Holly were whipping the last of their arrows at the enemies. Mia yelled, Guys, let's go! Everyone in the cave! Just then, one of the bears from far away stuck out his staff, and a large, bright ring of yellow, crackling fire shone before him. The bear jumped through the ring and suddenly appeared right in front of everyone. He had teleported using his magic. The beast swung his staff at Calvin and would have surely hit him. But Chewie leaped to his rescue and bit the beast on the arm that was holding the staff. The beast roared in pain, and with incredible strength he ripped Chewie off of his arm and threw him into the cave. Calvin acted fast. Back at Kempar Castle, he had found a scepter an old rusty metal club-like thing that he thought might come in handy. He rushed to the beast in a blur and swung the scepter as hard as he could at the bear. Instead of thudding into the bear's thick fur, the scepter made a loud, dull, blasting sound and knocked the bear back about 30 feet. The scepter Calvin found was clearly something special, but he didn't have much time to consider it now. Mia knew that if these creatures could teleport, they would be surrounded in no time. "'Back to the cave, now!' she yelled. Everyone rushed into the mouth of the cave. Calvin picked up Chewie and carried him into the darkness. Mallory turned and saw more beasts teleport directly in front of the cave, and she knew she had to act. There was no way they were going to outrun or outfight this horde of bear wizards.' She opened her palm and pointed it at the ceiling of the cave right near the entrance. Her hand glowed orange and yellow and she released a massive blast at the stone above. The cave ceiling cracked and burst and huge stones fell in front of them, blocking the entrance. Once the stones had all fallen, Tulsi released some of her glowing, floating puffs. Everyone was accounted for and none of the wizard bears had made it inside before the cave-in. The kids were safe from the bears, but now they were trapped in this cave. Well, that solves our bizzard problem, said Mia. "Bizard?" asked Juniper. Yeah, those things, they were like bear wizards. bizards," Mia replied. Oh yeah, that makes sense, said Juniper. Think those bizzards can teleport through rocks? "A uh, Good question. Let's get out of here, said Mia, not wanting to find out. "'What about Chewy?' asked Calvin. Everyone looked over and noticed Calvin and Mallory kneeling down next to Chewy, who seemed to be in pain, laying down on the ground. "'He winces and cries whenever I try to move him,' said Calvin. "'That thing knocked him pretty hard, and I don't think he can walk.' Mia checked him out, and it really did look like he was in pain. Even breathing seemed to hurt him. Unfortunately, she didn't know what they could do for him. They were trapped in a cave with teleporting angry buzzards on one side and who knows what awful things down the tunnel. For the first time during this entire journey, Mia felt conflicted and afraid. She didn't know what to do. If they tried to carry Chewie, it would slow them down. But she didn't see any other option. They couldn't just leave him there and his injuries seemed too serious for them to fix. Let me try something, said Lucy, and she knelt down next to Chewy. Lucy pulled out a small, old, stuffed dog from her pack. Mallory, who was getting a little worried and upset, said, A stuffed animal? Listen, a stuffy won't help Chewy. He's seriously hurt, and we don't have time to... Wait a minute, interrupted Mia. Just wait a minute. Mia noticed something curious about the stuffed animal. Mia, like her sisters, was able to notice when things were magical. And she could see that this stuffed animal had something about it that was special. It's healed things before, said Lucy, laying the stuffed animal on Chewy. Lucy didn't quite understand why this stuffy seemed to make people better, but she knew it did. It had happened before. Once she placed the stuffed animal onto Chewy's body, it began to glow blue. And then, so did Chewy. No one knew what was going on, but Chewy seemed to be fine. Everyone kind of stood back a step or two and watched. Chewy and the stuffy glowed brighter and brighter until there was a popping sound and the glowing stopped. Lucy carefully took her toy and put it back in her pack. Chewy just lay there for a minute, and Calvin and Mallory knelt down to pet the dog and comfort him. Calvin stood up and took a few steps back. Come here, Chewy. Come on, boy, he said, hoping Chewy would follow. Chewy whined a little and then hobbled up onto all fours. He let out a big dog yawn as he stretched out and began wagging his tail. "'Chewy!' yelled Mallory. "'You're okay!' "'Chewy began prancing around like nothing happened at all, "'and Mallory and Calvin hugged and petted him again. "'Everyone was pretty happy then. "'Chewy was more than a dog. "'He was one of their group, "'and he had saved Calvin back there with those buzzards. "'It was great to see that he was fine now. "'What's with your magical healing stuffed animal?' asked Mallory. "'Where'd you get that thing?' Before Lucy could answer, Mia said, That is pretty fascinating, but we don't have time for that now. We need to keep moving. Luckily, this cave tunnel heads north, so we need to take it, and quietly. The group went from being super happy that Chewie was healed to being reminded of the situation they were in. They peered into the darkness, afraid of another strange cave, but glad they had each other to get through this mess. The end. Thanks for listening. Have your adult help you email those drawings to kidstoriespodcast at gmail.com. Adios.